Welcome to God's Acre On The Go, a worship podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan in New Canaan, Connecticut. To learn about the life of our church, our in-person ministries, and the virtual connections and offerings available, please visit us at www.godsacre.org. Now, wherever you are, wherever you are going, we welcome you to worship. Church family, this is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to God's Acre on the Go. Uh, Wherever you are, wherever you're traveling, we're glad to have you tuning in with us. So this morning, we invite you to prepare your hearts uh, and minds for summer worship as we listen to our anthem. Today's scripture is taken from Paul's letter to the church at Galatians, a church he founded. It is perhaps partly drawn from early church baptismal liturgy. Let's read through it first and then talk about it on the other side. Galatians 3, 26 through 28. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. 
Paul is a bit put out here with his old friends, the Galatians. He's angry because contrary to what he had taught them, some of them have come to believe that they, as Gentiles or Greeks, who have decided to follow Christ, now need to be circumcised to become like the Jews. Paul says, no, 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 no. Your transformation is inward. You were baptized into Christ and have put on Christ, and your transformation is relational. You are all together now the body of Christ, a family, regardless of race, gender, status, or circumcision. This early Christian way of gathering across boundaries was a unique arrangement in the first century. Jews thanked God for not making them Gentiles, women, or slaves, and Greeks thanked their deity for not making them women, or animals, or non-Greek. We've come a long way, baby. And speaking of babies, happy Father's Day, and happy Juneteenth, and happy Pride Month. Happy, happy, happy. Three times the fun. Let's start with Father's Day. There may be some things that are as life-changing as becoming a parent, but in that moment, it certainly doesn't feel like it. Remember all the preparation? There must be somewhere special for the baby to sleep. Anyone put a crib together? And something to wheel her around in. You need special clothes and special food. You need to read books about how to pick the baby up and how to nurture them and do no harm. You need to crawl around on your knees, covering up outlets, looking for a lurking danger. You take classes and create a birth plan and find a pediatrician. And you do all this with the zeal of a new convert. It's almost as if you're possessed. And in a way, you are. According to developmental science, becoming a parent changes a person's brain. It changes the endocrine system. It changes behavior. It resets the relationships of everyone involved. In a parent's brain, there are two parts that kick into high gear when dealing with a new child. And this runs across women and men, really all caregivers, regardless of gender or relationship. The first shifts occur in the subcortically located emotion processing circuits. These changes lead us to be on hyper alert about safety and release oxytocin, which encourages bonding, and dopamine, which causes a rewarding swell of good feeling when caring for the infant. The second take place in the higher cortex and involve the thinking, reflective regions of the brain. Scientists call this mentalizing network, and it helps a parent to empathize with the baby's feelings and intuit what the youngster wants or needs. All this emoting and mentalizing around and about the child changes our behavior in very strange ways. We start to put someone else's needs ahead of our own. It changes us in another way, too. It creates meaning. It adds purpose to our lives. The same baby that requires so much attention 
also leads us to self-reflection and fulfillment through relationship. That relationship, which sometimes requires us to give more than we think we have in us, is the source of great happiness. Dads and all other humans can't get enough. And so we celebrate the day that through hardship and hope, love and relationship unquestionably changes us and for the better. A lot of holidays are like that, celebrating change that may have been hard won, but left us in a better place. Like the 4th of July, 1776, for our freedom. And like Juneteenth, almost 100 years later, in 1865, for the remainder of our freedom. When the slaves of Texas finally got the news, they were slaves no more. There would be and is hardship in that freedom. But this is a day of life-changing celebration. I cannot begin to imagine being owned, nor the joy at being freed. They called it then Jubilee Day, and the name comes straight from the mouth of God in Leviticus. And you shall hallow the 50th year, and you shall proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. You shall return, every one of you, to your property, and every one of you to your family. The God of Israel called for slaves to be free. Like father, like son, I guess, because Jesus claimed a jubilee year as his life's mission in his inaugural reflection at the synagogue at Nazareth. Reading from the scroll of Isaiah, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's Jubilee. And as with new parent and child, as with Paul and his church family, all the relationships are reset. I promised you three times the fun, which brings us to Pride Month. In 1969, homosexuality was a criminal offense in New York, illegal to just be yourself. Police routinely raided clubs that catered to the LGBTQ community. The Stonewall Uprising, where patrons vehemently protested the police raids, became the touchstone for the original gay rights movement, and a year later, the first Pride Parade was instituted. The LGBTQ community stepped into the sunlight and said, look at us, we are here and beautiful and part of this life. Their road too has been and is long and hard, but the relational reset they have pushed for goes quite some way towards the kind of community Paul was advocating. To celebrate this, I would point you to Polly Morrow's essay 
in our church summer newsletter. Composed for our Lenten Writers Workshop, it speaks to a beautiful family journey with gender identity and sexuality. On Tuesday, something else to celebrate, the first meeting of the Stamford Pride Family Alliance will meet at Fish Church in support and care of the LGBTQ community. Reach out to Polly Morrow for more information. These wonderful celebratory days mark great changes, but more than that, they really mark the beginning of relational journeys. Our children, Rick's and mine, now teach us. They send us articles to help us unstick our ingrained ways of doing life. They patiently tutor us in technology rather than ripping the device from our hands because they can do it faster. And they spend time with us because they know we need it, just like we did with them when we were little. Relationships do take time and effort. So if we hope to get to the community Paul describes, the kind that Jesus modeled, we may have a little work to do. It is one thing to invite people in. It is another to prepare the room. Remember the crib, the classes, the safeguarding for the baby? What are the things that make this home a safe and nurturing space for those we invite in? Maybe we need more educational opportunities around race and gender. Maybe there are family resources or groups for families with children exploring their identities. Maybe there is a community of color who would walk with us as our country grapples still with racism and race relations. Maybe more opportunities to connect with those who might see the world differently. Because the mentalization process doesn't just happen with babies. Empathy and understanding and joy comes with actual relationship in all of life. This I do know. If this vision of life that Paul cites this baptismal vision of communal living without boundaries that separate, if that is living in Christ with the Spirit of God within us, the God that created everything we see and are, then it must be really wonderful. As with the baby, our care for another turns out to be the greatest gift of our life. Can you picture it? Because in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is no longer black nor white, neither straight nor trans, nor any other distinction, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Celebrate. Amen. Holy God, help us to see and desire your vision of life because it will be the best life we could possibly live. In Christ, in whom we live and move and have our being. Amen.
Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Worship on the Go. To support this podcast and the ministries of our church, please consider making a contribution by clicking the Give button in the top right on our website, www.godsacre.org, or within today's email. God bless you and have a wonderful week.